Hey everyone, it's Brianna coming to you from the Lost Gettles Library, and you're listening to The Page Turner. Hello everyone, and welcome back to The Page Turner. As always, I'm Brianna, and coming to you, not live, but from the Lost Gettles Library, I am so excited. I hope you guys had a great holiday season. We have a new podcast segment coming, and today's episode one of it, and I am so excited. I feel like I've been waiting my entire librarian career for this moment. Um, and so if you hear some laughter, it's my wonderful coworkers, Grace and Shantae. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Sure. Um, I'm Grace, and I'm the children's librarian here at Los Gatos Library. I'm super excited to be on the podcast today. And I'm Shantae, I'm an adult services librarian also here at the Los Gatos Library. Also super excited to be on the podcast with you. Thank you. Um, yeah, Shantae is new and you've been here, what, for maybe half a year now? Not even. Not that. even, oh my gosh. started in October. Oh, wow. It's just been so wonderful that, you know, time oh. feels like it's flown. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we are going to talk about some of new things that are happening in, in the new year with the library uh, before we dive into what exactly this new thing is. So first off, the entire town got a website makeover? Mm-hmm. Refresh? Yeah, a refresh, yeah. 2.0. Yeah. And <laughs> go check it out. The website's beautiful, and it's just so much easier to use. So mm-hmm. pretty. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go check it out. The library page especially. Some things have moved, so maybe familiarize yourself with it. And on that page, we have a new calendar that's beautifully color-coded because we have so much going on. There's a couple of things that we wanted to promote. Um, I am doing, well, me and Shantae are doing an adult art contest. So I did take this idea from Grace, who just has so many creative ideas for her, her children. <laughs> and, and adults want to have fun too. So if you're interested in taking a book you love and recreating that art cover using any type of art medium, so paint, collage, if you are interested, please email us for more information at library at losgatosca.gov. These um, recreations will be hanging in the stacks, the adult fiction stacks upstairs. They'll have your name, and it'll be just really exciting. I'm excited to get more community involvement in our section upstairs because the children's lab, um, area is beautiful, and sometimes it's, it's a lot easier to get patrons' work shown in there. So we're trying to do the same thing, but upstairs. And then, Shantae, you had something? Um... I have a cookbook club coming up. Uh, I'm really excited about that. So this year we're starting a new book club. Uh, Cookbook club is the fourth Wednesday of every month. Each month we have a different theme and people who come to cookbook club can just choose whatever book they want, whatever recipe, as long as it is sort of related to that theme. (laughs) But honestly, I'm not kicking anybody out. Um, And they're just coming, like, chat about cookbooks and cooking and... I think it'll be really fun. Yeah, like, like what did you make? What worked for you? What didn't? Yes. And what's the theme for? Oh yeah, so first month. January's theme is cozy. So like, love that. Whatever you feel like, cookies or like I don't know, some sort of like warm vegetable theme, hot chocolate, anything that's cozy to you, totally, totally fits the theme. Nice. I'm so excited to see what people bring. Me like, too. There's just cooking is like an art. So there's so much <laughs> talent out there. Yay! Uh, so yeah, so check it out. We also have our physical brochures as well as our online calendar, so come and visit us if you haven't already to pick one up. Now, let's move on to one of the most defining moments in my librarian career so far. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> They're laughing at me because I've, I've strongly encouraged them 
<laughs> join me on this journey. We, uh, this new segment is I called, I'm calling it, Now You're a Librarian. And we're going to be reading titles that we haven't read before, but that an average reader would probably be surprised that we haven't read. Especially as a librarian. Yeah. This all started because I found out that Grace, our amazing, amazing children's librarian, has not read Harry Potter. Nope. Not a single page. <laughs> Actually, I did read 12 pages of the first one when I was in third grade or something like that. Love it. I don't remember when it came out. But, um, but yeah, I, I never got past that. Mm-hmm. And then I, Shantae whispered, <laughs> I haven't read it either. And I said, perfect. You guys, I... I it honestly, I got the idea for this new segment from Grace stating, stating that. Like, no joke, I was like, light bulb. Um, so thank you, Grace. You're welcome. <laughs> this is all the end of this moment. And so our goal actually with this segment is not to just review and really to talk about it in the zeitgeist, actually. It, our goal is to really kind of break it down. Like, um, these things we're going to be reading are, are popular for a reason or something. Um, but I think also being older and not being 9 or 10, we have a perspective that I think is really helpful, especially if you have, this is going to sound dramatic, but if you have someone in your life that hasn't read it yet and is going to, especially a little one, um, I highly encourage that if someone's child is interested in reading it, I think it's very important that they buddy read it with their parent for a multitude of reasons that we'll get into. So today we're just going to be talking about book one. Um, there's going to be no scheduled post dates for this because we're very busy, <laughs> very busy, and uh it really is an in-house project that we, we do for this. So we're just going to start with book one. And as the other ones come out, stay tuned and we'll make announcements about it. Today is book one of Harry Potter, The Sorcerer's Stone. Okay, Grace and Shantae, take it away. I want you guys to tell me what you would rate it out of five, just as a book in itself. And then how do you feel about this being the beginning to what was a cultural phenomenon? You want to go first? Sure. I would say uh, three out of five. Honestly, being so far away from, you know, the original release date and all of the sort of like hype and excitement, um, I thought it was a pretty solid book. I, um, the storytelling was good. The, the, you know, painting a word picture. I think she's really, really good at that. And I can see how it's really good sort of entry into the whole world. And I can see how, um, you know, people really anticipated the next books in the series. Um, so, solid three out of five, I think, for me. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm a really easy reviewer, so <laughs> <laughs> everything I rate is like five stars. Oh my gosh. Um, but I would give this probably a 3.5, okay. um, which is very low for me, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was originally going to say four, um, but thinking back, I. Minus 0.5 to that, because um, I guess we'll talk about this more as we discuss, but I just felt like there were certain parts where it just felt too theatrical to me, Mm -hmm. and I, like, I, like, laughed (laughs) at parts that weren't supposed to be funny, and, like, but, but it was good in the sense that her world-building skills are amazing. There isn't really anything quite like it, and, Mm -hmm. and I think she kind of like drummed up all that excitement for fantasy and um the wizarding world and all of that Mm -hmm. and it just became this cultural phenomenon and i i understand why Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i think that's really fair i mean honestly it's it's a you know depending on your reading speed it can be a one-day read or a two-day read it flows it moves 
I also think too, um, I've, I've read them all. Um, um, we both, well, me, <laughs> some of us grew up <laughs> as they were coming out. I mean, I went to the bookstores, I went to whatever, but I've had a lot of reflection as things have gone. And I think the nice thing about book one is it doesn't fully touch on everything that I think needs reflecting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's simple. It doesn't make you go, what? Yeah. And it doesn't make you kind of wince when you look back at some things. Have you guys read anything else by J.K. Rowling? No. So I have read about three of the other books, uh-huh. and I would not recommend them. The um, Robert Galbraith The ones? Robert Galbraith okay. um, series, and and then um, The Vacancy. The uh, Casual Vacancy. Yes. And I think, who again, the world building is the one thing I will always say is quite amazing and quite ingenious. Mm-hmm. But I do think that, unfortunately, the, the writing... I would love, like, I, listen, I can't write at, at all. But I think as a reader, you know, and that's why I said in the beginning that I think, you know, it, it, it's all about a lot of reflection. So there's just some moments where you're like, ooh, like, what is my, what is my kid going to think reading this? What is another kid? What are they going to take to this when they go out into the world and interact with other kids? Right. Yeah, I keep going back in my mind, like, back and forth um, between 3.5 and 4. <laughs> like, I mean, she did such a great job, like... Like, everything flowed really well, as you said. And it's definitely one of those books where once you get into it and get past, like, the first 12 pages or whatever, <laughs> you're just like, oh, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. And I can't wait to, you know, see what's next. So in that sense, it's it's a good book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So because this is such um, a wide-known phenomenon, we're not going to go, you know, through the whole plot synopsis, especially it being book one. Most people know this Orphan with awful relatives finds out he's a wizard, <laughs> you know? Um, but what was the moment that made you guys go, for good or for bad, stuck out to you? Um, so we were sort of discussing this right before, but, I mean, I feel like there's a lot of um, elements of, like, tokenism mm-hmm. in the book. And that, the one that stands out to me, and I did not take notes, and I, I did listen to it on audio, which I have to say was, like, really incredible. Um, Jim Dale, mm-hmm. his, uh, his voices are so good and honest like so I've seen all of the movies multiple times mm. sound just like the characters in the movies <laughs> but there was one passage where for no reason seemingly she was like and the black boy walked in and I was like wait what so I like backed it up and I was like maybe I didn't hear that right and I was like, nope definitely heard it but like it seemed like okay maybe trying to get some diversity in there or something. Yeah. But yeah, I thought yes. that was weird. I definitely thought that was weird, too. I had to, like, read it over again. Okay. Like, wait, where, why? Wait, <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, what? Pulled you out of yeah. the story? Seriously. Yeah. yeah, and I think what's important, too, is tokenism versus diversity, like you said. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, whether or not a book, an author, or a story needs, needs quote, needs diversity, Let's talk about what is there and how that's even playing out. And that's, I think, what was so jarring about that passage is, is you're like, I wasn't even thinking about the diversity of the characters. And then, right. and then you're like, don't forget the random black boy who has a right. name. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, crazy. Um, one of the coolest things, though, are the houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that, it's funny, though, because I've also seen jokes online, like, who's not putting, like, kids that have the same traits the same strongest yeah. traits into the same house. It is like really chaos. Weird. Yeah. yeah. Very strange. I think on one hand, it's on one hand, it's still charming and cute, yeah. the whole concept. But then it's like, but how, what are we teaching right. people yeah. to? Like, you kind of did 
the wrong. Like, what? How do you yeah. relate to people that you don't have everything in common with? Yeah. What are your because you're you're feuding with them essentially, right? Like you're in competition. Yeah, you're like trying to win. And this you're so young. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're yeah. still forming like how to properly interact with and you know not judge people, and yeah. instead it's like actually let's do this. Yeah, far <laughs> better than you. I just want to say. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So that's what it is, then. It's it's the same traits. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. So okay. there's this, you know, I say beautiful. <laughs> there's this beautiful, oh, the song The Hubble, the Swinging Hat Sings. Mm, yeah. And it talks about all the different traits. Right, and I right. something is, I think is really beautiful about that, I think it's fun and cute. I, I really do think the concept is so just, I keep saying beautiful, but I do think it's beautiful and genius. At the same time, though, like, what about, like, mm-hmm. saying a speech after that, Dumbledore, maybe? That's like, but yeah. it, is our dif- like, it is our differences that bring us together. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because they're all wizards. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, <laughs> and they're all, aren't they all supposed to be, like, wizarding for good or something? Or is that not really a thing? Or, I, I don't know. No, it's, it's, it's not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, it's like, okay, so what's the point of that speech? Like, I feel yeah. almost like it should have been something where, after they get sorted and the prefects, by the way, when I was growing up and I read the word prefect, which is a real British, uh-huh. like, head boy, head girl thing, yeah. I was like, they must have just misspelled it. So I always read it as perfect. Oh! Growing up, I don't know why, yeah. until I realized that, like, no, it's a real word. <laughs> like, so the, the head boy and head girl take them to the dorms for the first time. And I feel like, I don't know, maybe they could have given them a pep talk about, like, you know, this is what makes us great. And so I want you to mingle and, like, yeah. yeah. I don't that know. That didn't happen. That didn't yeah. happen at all. And then it's also house points. Like, yeah. putting children competitively against each other. Yeah, right. So bizarre. <laughs> it really is. It's so serious. Like, there's no element of, like, oh, it's okay, like, if you don't no. win or whatever. It's like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> it's not okay. Right? Like, the yeah. has won the last seven times. I know. Oh, oh stop. Oh, don't even goodness. get me started. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm not saying stop you. I'm saying, like, yeah, stop the presses. Like. I, okay, I'm just, I have to live my truth, so I have to be honest. Mm -hmm. I love Slytherin House. Draco Malfoy is my favorite character. And, well, and the Malfoys are, like, my favorite in general. I think that, well, because I think they're really interesting. interesting. Thank you. They're interesting. And I think a lot of the complexity is actually in characters that we're told we shouldn't think about them except for in black and white. Right. In terms of good, evil, this, this. And so, yeah, I just, I think, but at the same time, too, she's writing a, well, who punished for everyone. But let's be real, if it wasn't crazy popular, I think that, I mean, it's in the children's section. Right. In libraries. So it's a children's book. She's writing a children's story. And, um, you know, I maybe it's, I don't know, Grace, you know, you keep up more with the children's materials than um, I do. Um, but do you guys think, I think now authors are getting better at not moralizing that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it was definitely a product of its time. Yes. Uh, I think so, too. Uh, I think nowadays the trend is to sort of make things more, uh, add more dimensions to the story, Mm -hmm. right? So you can't just right off the bat be like, this is good, this is bad, and this is how it's going to be. There's a lot of different uh, ways to make the story more dynamic with, you know, oh, but this person isn't who you thought they were because of X, Y, Z, whatever. And so I think 
this was published in 1997. Mm-hmm. So I, I can kind of see, I thought it was past 2000. No, no, it's, it's a 90s book. Yeah, I think it's definitely a product of its time, like you said. And children's literature is constantly changing. Yes. So uh, we're in a new world right now. Yeah, really, a new era of yeah. publishing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And it's really exciting. And I think readers can learn from it. Parents, honestly, parents can learn from it. Read with your kids. I always say read with your kids because it's good to have discussions like this. And I think there's something to be learned from almost everything, honestly. Um, literature is just so amazing. <laughs> and, oh, so something else is, were you surprised at all by the characters' descriptions versus, like, the movies? Mm. So, like, Hermione has huge buck teeth because her parents are a dentist. Yeah. Right. And her hair is supposed to be crazy, crazy bushy. Right. I remember it was like that in the first movie, and then as the it movies went on, yeah. her hair was, like, beautiful, like, she yeah. waves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Hermione hair. Totally. And I, you know, being a super fan, like listening to podcasts when they first began when I was in like middle school. And this book, Harry Potter, not to date myself, but Harry Potter, this book one came out when I was five. Um, and so I remember reading interviews. And I think it's because, you know, Emma, who plays her, was really self conscious about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, and on the one hand, you know, as a book reader, I was like, you know, like, you know, she doesn't look exactly like her, but as a teen, you're like, oh, I totally understand being Mm -hmm. overwhelming and and, and nervous about, like, looking silly Mm -hmm. on something that so many people are going to watch. Yeah, Um, yeah, I almost didn't even, I wasn't even able to really look at the description or read the descriptions and picture something else because I've seen the movies. Fascinating, yeah. Yeah, so it's like... I just, I didn't even, I kind of glossed over it, honestly. Yeah. I was like, okay, buck teeth, whatever. Yeah. But I see what you're talking about, too. Growing up, like, you know, being in those movies. Also, I think that Hermione was written not very likable in this book. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. And so... Those two together, I can see how that could really mess with you as an actor, even though, you know, it's pretend, yeah. but also, like, there's some psychological stuff happening. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. were, like, 10 when they started this yeah. role, and it affected their whole life and everything about them, their schooling, their peers. Yeah, yeah and I, I know sometimes she even, like, felt like she had to, like, defend the character. Right. You know, but that also comes with just being a female. Right, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, going back to our discussion about the houses, mm-hmm. I kept waiting for more information about... Um, Hufflepuff? I don't even know what their names are. Yeah. Hufflepuff and um, Ravenclaw. Yeah, how do people know? They're like, um, oh, I'm definitely a Ravenclaw. <laughs> I grew up on this. Like okay, house so quizzes online. Okay. House okay. merch. Yeah. So what what is their characteristics? Okay. So we we're gonna read from the text. <laughs> well, not, I'm not gonna read the whole sorting out song. So in Gryffindor. Will dwell the brave at heart, the daring nerve and chivalry set Gryffindors apart. So the way I think of it is they're those people that, like, have something to say all the time. <laughs> okay. But if you're a good person, it's seen as being good. Or if you're annoying, even annoyingly righteous to the point of, like, this doesn't even have anything to do with you. Mm. Like her mind door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hufflepuff, where they are just and loyal. Those patient Hufflepuffs are true and unafraid of toil. Honestly, Hufflepuff does not get enough representation. Mm. There is one character, Cedric David, that I always had Ah, yes. Um who's like the quintessential Hufflepuff. And I think they're just, honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> I think, um, what's his name from Fantastic Beasts? Newt? Is 
Oh, I don't know what those movies. Oh, just kidding. <laughs> so, like, Ooh, no, but yeah, yeah, I think they're like, 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 quote unquote I wasn't patient for like 20 years. Oh my like, god. And it used to not even be Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw merch for oh to buy. It was all Gryffindor wow. Slytherin. But that's changed completely. Um yeah wow. so it used to, I why did she do that? Why? I, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's just good and bad. Exactly. Yes. It's, just, it was, yeah. it's easier to just be like the good one, the bad one, yeah. Yeah. Like More nuanced like the like I think just sweet people who kind of just like I don't know, do the thing. They're just so mellow. Um and then Wise old Ravenclaw, if you've already mind, where those of wit and learning will always find the kind. Um, so Ravenclaw, I personally think of as being like, it doesn't mean you always get good grades, right? Because everyone's like, well, why isn't Hermione in? in? Right. But, um, but I think it's more like, you just love learning. Like, you just, random stuff. Like, maybe you're in the middle of an assignment, and they're like, actually, I'm going to spend 20 hours researching this other thing just because I'm interested. That's kind of how I think about it. They just love learning for the sake of learning. Um, and then Slytherin, well, perhaps in Slytherin, you'll make your real friends, those cunning folk, use any means to achieve their ends. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who describes an 11-year-old like that? Right? Cunning and, like, they'll do anything to get what they want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're wow. 11. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want as an 11-year-old? <laughs> like, like, can he? To, like, do whatever it takes. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. Well, but why is Harry not a Hufflepuff? Because he, he doesn't really seem... Okay, he gets messed up. That's what they But I think more because of all this pressure that, like, Dumbledore right. and everyone put on that. That's true. Um, but he also... Well, one, he asked the sorting hat to put him in Gryffindor. Right. Because of Ron, his friend. And so, Philly said that, you know, it kind of reads what you're thinking and how you're thinking. And so... I mean, that's not an exact science. But um, I would... And I would say, too, like, he's fun... Well, okay, not in this book, but... He just, he's funny. Like, he's so fed up with just the world and everything. Right. He makes the fun... He's honestly really funny. So I think he's Gryffindor because he does... He can't help but say things. Right. Like, he right. actually, like... That's true. Yeah, the way he, like, went after, like, Snape and, yeah. like, you yeah. know, just knew that he was right about something or, yeah. or felt like he was right about things. And that's, like... Yeah. And that's perfect because he's yeah. a, the main character and the good guy. Oh, right. Totally. But if it was someone else, it'd be, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say too, like rude of the Sorting Hat to tell everybody that he was like not Slytherin, not Slytherin. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure if he actually said said it yeah. out loud or whether it was like in his mind. But the Sorting Hat is like not Slytherin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a secret code. teaching kids this people in this universe are obsessed with the house they were in in school your whole mm-hmm. life and future depends on like yes. sororities and fraternities yeah, yeah. but it's and, like starts much younger yeah and it's like even more ingrained and yeah. no one in the world cares after yeah. high school no one cares yeah. what you were like in high school mm-hmm. and like in this like why do people care that like his dad wasn't slow like what does I that know. even mean but I also there's jokes online that are like 98% of these kids would just, like, just have normal families and lives and just wanting to go to school. But then these random students just kept always getting in trouble. So, like, you know, for some students, they're just, like, having a normal time. Yeah. Like, just... Yes, that would be me. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what even happened to you? <laughs> but, yeah, so, I mean, and obviously we're following Haley's perspective, so we're going to get drama. <laughs> but it's like, it's, you don't need to do all that. Yeah, so does that kind of make sense? Gryffindor is, like, 
you, you always got something to say. Ravenclaw is like, I love learning new stuff. Hufflepuff is like, I don't see why we can't just all just be chill. Yeah. But there is actually, as the books go on, there's they don't get like a huge role, but Hufflepuffs get more of like a spine and like yeah. a mm-hmm. thing. And then Slytherin is like supposed to be like everything you do has ulterior motives, which is like right. what? Right. <laughs> the traits of Gryffindor never gets never the bad side of that never really gets explored, but the mm-hmm. quote unquote bad side of Slytherin. Always, right always there. Like, oh, yeah. And it's always Draco. Always. always. Like, why is there anybody else? Yeah. <laughs> it's just these two friends, right? But then they don't have accessory. No, they don't. They don't. It's very one-dimensional. Oh, and Kevin Boyle. Oh, yeah. So that's why I was thinking of Kevin Boyle. Yeah, and then he has other, like, friends. But, like, what? I do feel, too, like, you don't find out why some of these people are in Gryffindor until much later, like, Mm -hmm. spoiler, like, Like, what is that doing in the school? 
Right. Um, why, are they, why are you housing all these artifacts in the school? That kids can just get to. Like, I know. The door is like a jar. jar. <laughs> why is why the door a jar? Also, don't you have like warts? Like, <laughs> like trip I wanted his doubles in his office, like, wonder what was the Like it's just, it's yeah. such a mess, but it's, it, but it's fun. <laughs> but where is Dumbledore? Is it, like, does he is he even on the premises? <laughs> he leaves. He's not even there in the day. It yeah. seems like he's not there. Oh yeah, and sometimes yeah. the books really will go to his office, and he's just not there. Like, what could you possibly be doing? Wait, you need to be here. <laughs> like, see what's happening here. Oh, like, it's so funny. <laughs> That's the the episode title. Like, <laughs> where is Dumbledore? Oh, who's a responsible adult? Because uh, yeah. even like letting just Snape just bully these kids. Yeah, and then at the end, Harry's like waking up from like being like almost, almost killed, killed by Voldemort, and then um, he's telling Dumbledore what happened, and he's like, and then Snape, and then Dumbledore is like Mr. Snape or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and like, time. Dumbledore, like, don't even worry about that right now. Like. <laughs> Title, you can tell me about how you're trying to kill you. Are. <laughs> That's so funny. So silly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Oh, like I know there has to be some like. There's yeah. Yeah. In kids' books for, for sure. kids to go on adventures. Magical book about. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Like, like yeah. it just. <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> it's really funny when J.K. Rowling um, uses all caps. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. towards oh yeah, because <laughs> towards the end yeah. when he's you know facing Quirrell and I might say and Quirrell. Yeah, Quirrell. What else? Quirrell. And Voldemort, and then like Voldemort is like kill him. Oh yeah, kill him. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, oh my, my goodness. So the fifth book, which I'm not gonna make you read. So probably book five and after, we're gonna do a highlight, a highlight mm-hmm. session. Because they're big and nothing happens in book five. Except for like one thing. And he's he's like suffering from PTSD. He needs to go to therapy. He's all caps, like 80% of the book. Because oh he's like a child dealing with no help from yeah. like oh everyone. God. So he's he's in fifth grade, fourth grade. Something like that. Something like, like that. Um, <laughs> he's eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. Maybe it's also different in Britain, like oh, yeah. true. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And then the end So Grace, you talked about how there was some like really just like kind of weird theatrical things. Yeah. Yeah. Like the way that the um sorcerer's stone sort of resolved itself or it was like, oh it needed someone who wanted the stone but not to use it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is so specific. Yeah. yeah. It's like an afterthought almost. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. There's yeah. a lot of things. I know this happens in anime. Like, I love, like, the power of love trope. Yeah. And that p- plays a part in this series. You're just so good at hurt. Right. And it's like, I, well, I just haven't had anything good going on in my life. Right. So, <laughs> you know what's so funny is when I think of Harry Potter, though, I never think about the first, like, quote-unquote villain. Like, quote. Mm. I never remember quote. Right. Like, yeah. um, it's just, I Can you believe he's on the back of his head? Like, <laughs> 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 I forgot about that. <laughs> and then one of us had a hat on and they bent over, and you just saw like a face. A snake face. Oh yeah, a snake face. I forgot. And he's like dying, right? Because he he doesn't have a body. Yeah, he needs to use squirrels. Yeah. I will say though, no spoiler alert for Grace here. Props to the plot. Because, like, he needed a body, but then, like, his, he, his spirit's gone, but he's not mm-hmm. gone forever. That comes back in the yeah. seventh book. 
Oh, wow. It's actually genius. Okay. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. But, yeah. And then, can you guys please, because I've talked about it so much, it hurts, like, it hurts about that ending with the house points. Oh! Yes. Yeah, yeah that, that was really messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you! It's like Slytherin won! The flags are up! And it's like, take the flags out. <laughs> it's like, wait, hold on, let me reward people for breaking the rules. Yes. Um, after I set this elaborate journey adventure for them to go on and then it just made it so this would not be okay in the regular this would get in the news yeah yeah absolutely I mean, there's a lot of other comps, like other books out there that I think are better. But, and again, you know, this is a, an older book. Like, you know, there's new stuff coming out every year, people. Read new things. But this is one of those things that's like, put yourself in the fourth grader's shoes. Yeah, right? you're celebrating yeah. that you've won for the seventh or for the eighth year now, yeah. right? And you're, you're victorious. You're like on cloud nine. Yeah. And then to <laughs> see it just like be straight away. Yeah. And yeah. like your regalia is all like gone. Well, he, he snapped his fingers yeah. and said, change it. Yeah. And he said, take the, take the women's down. <laughs> like, riding home being like, well, I don't really know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. like, it was so funny. I didn't even think about it. And then, like, in the movie, he's like, he says some mumbo jumbo about like being wave and then, and then does his thing. But was everyone else just like, what, so what did they do? <laughs> Ron is my least favorite character in the series. Oh, yeah, he's really annoying. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. He is. He is, but it doesn't get better. <laughs> yeah, he's just on the side, like, telling Harry to do stuff, being like, yeah, you should do this, and blah, 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 and I'm yeah. jealous of your Quidditch broom or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Quidditch. Quidditch. Really Quidditch. Quidditch. Yeah. That is something else that... Oh, so yeah, they made an exception for him. Yeah. 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 He got the fanciest broom. Yeah, someone oh. gift, yeah, gifted him. Yeah. yeah. A yeah. teacher. Uh, it was Hagrid, right? It was... No, um... Oh. Was it McGonagall? Oh, you're right, it's McGonagall. Oh, is it's that revealed in this book? I know. Yes. I don't think so. It, oh, oh it okay. It's, there's like a scene where she's like, maybe we can see about bending the rules or something like that. And then the next thing you know, he's got this like broom. And I think Coral says like, oh, you got that broom as a gift from... Oh, okay. really? Yeah, like, oh, okay. yeah. got it. Okay. Oh my gosh, I hope I'm remembering that. No, it's fine. No, it was all with it. I don't know why I said it. And he's not doing any of I mean, he got him a cake, which was very sweet. But... The two, so two things. One, one of the trapdoor puzzles, the potions, I've learned, like oh. actually doesn't have a real solution in real life. Like it actually wouldn't work out. The riddle doesn't make any sense. And then the Quidditch thing. Someone said like if you break down Quidditch, it doesn't make any sense. And the scoring. Yeah, yeah, it is only used as like a device to make Harry like look good in something. Oh. Interesting. The potion thing. So I told you I listened to it. I like wanted to stop what I was doing and like write down True. and like draw it out. <laughs> Um, but knowing that there's no actual solution, I think it would have frustrated me to yeah. know it. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't try to work on it. Like, you're coming with like paper, like, Brianna, what is this? She's a terrible author. She did your puzzle. Oh, I will have to say, though, so Ron's annoying, but he is a great strategist. 
So the chess game? Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. We did get yeah. all the chess yeah. 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 Um, I do love his brothers. I love um, Fred and George. He's so annoying. I'm just going to put that on the record. I mean, they are, but I still love them. Yeah. I feel like I would have been friends with them. I love that they're just, like, doing their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't want that in my business. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm a father. Yeah. Yeah. I, this is kind of off topic, but I wish Harry was, like, not that good at Quidditch. Like, from the from the get-go. Yeah. Because it's another one of those tropes, which is a... Honestly, it's still kind of a product of, like, fantasy books of all age ranges that, like, this person is just awesome for no reason. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you've never even heard of this sport, so, like... And you're naturally just yeah. so bad. Gifted? Like, without even, like, consistent practice. Like, it's one thing to be gifted but need practice, mm-hmm. but it was just, like, didn't boom. practice at all. No. Like, first time. Yeah. 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 And, like, also, like, to be fair, like, there's not that much involved. I mean, you want to not hit the wall. Yeah. But, like, I mean, I guess catch it. Okay, there's, okay. There's some skill in, There's skill involved. But it's, it like. It seems like he got lucky with it. Yes. He yeah. got the yeah. switch in his mouth. Oh, that was not yes. Skill. Yeah. yeah, that is true. I forgot about that. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was luck. I do want to watch a Quidditch game, though. Yeah. That is something that I would like to see. But, you know, it's not real. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Is there anything else that, like, stuck out? The first book, again, is pretty short. Yeah, I think, you know, nowadays, I think there's a lot of really great fantasy series, children's fantasy series. So at the end of each one of these segments, we're going to recommend a different book. And this episode's recommendation is going to come from our own children's librarian, Grace Song. So Grace, what is a a book series that parents may want to pick up for the kids to check out or to read together with them? Yeah, um, I would recommend uh, something that's been getting checked out a lot lately is The School for Good and Evil by Soman Chainani. Um, I think they had an author talk at Fisher Middle School last year. And it is, so, uh, it's my local um, middle school. Yeah, so um, lots of the kids from that school have been checking out the books. And, of course, uh, everyone's heard of Rick Riordan. He's also a phenomenal world-building fantasy author. Uh, or, like, action-adventure fantasy <laughs> altogether. Awesome, yeah. I mean, I'm not the children's like William, but I have heard about really good things about those. Uh, so thank you so much, Grace, for your recommendations. Yeah, I hope everyone enjoyed the episode. I want it to be different, not just a book review. And you were getting, you know, fresh, honest takes from librarians who love literature and who are reading it for the first time. So I want to thank Grace and Shante for going on this project with me because I just, I was so excited to do it. And I think, again, this is a series that warrants reflection if you are going to read it. So thank you so much for having us. Yeah, thank you. As always, I'm Poyana, and this has been The Page Turner.